I'm a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500. I'm just Captain Fun. I guess. I'm wear a captain suit to the show from now on. I don't like the half point. Well, that's called the hook. I don't like it. What the hook? How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm going to have a coronary. I'm getting too old for this job, but you guys may have won. Upset. If you look back at where the term came from, it was from a horse race. Upset when did you turn into Cliff Clavin? I like this job. I've had it for a long time, Paul. Last one. This is in the chemistry lab. I'm on the verge of next year's Super Bowl. I can't Bowl. help what I think. Be honest, Paulie. You're not doing this for <laughs> other people's entertainment. You are truly enjoying this. This is Orange Nation. With Stephen Fonte and Paulie Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us. Alongside Paulie Sibili, I'm Stephen Fonte. It's Friday. We welcome you into Orange Nation. Got a bunch of guests lined up for you today. Uh, Ryan Talbot, Bills writer from Syracuse.com, will join us at 12.15. Nate Mink, lacrosse writer for Syracuse.com, joins us at 12.45. Uh, Mario uh, caught up with Danielle Rausch uh, yesterday. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines, the ladies, getting set to return to action tomorrow night. Uh, Danielle Roush, of course, Bishop Ludden product. Uh, she's got the Michigan Wolverines in the Sweet 16 for the second straight year. They'd never before made the Sweet 16. Uh, and then they made it last year with her as the starting point guard. They've made it again. So we'll uh, we'll listen back to that interview. And then uh, why is my wife joining us today at, at 1.30? I see her on the list. Talk what? about uh, the birthday for, uh, it was Syracuse University's birthday yesterday. Yes, that that, that it was. Did you see the fireworks last night? Did you hear the fireworks last night? No. I was on the couch, and my wife says, is that thunder? Sounds like fireworks. So sure enough, Syracuse University had this big fireworks uh, show last night uh, celebrating its uh, 152nd birthday. So my wife's coming on to to talk about that and other things. I always... I, I What do you get somebody that's 152 <laughs> years old, Steve? It fireworks like display. Everything. <laughs> fireworks display. Um, no NIL deals for Otto, though. We found that out yesterday. And then I guess we're going to wrap up the show with Veggie Bracket. So we got a jam-packed show to get into. We'll take your phone calls uh, at 315-437-7644 in between our guests. So we've been... I, I got here a little bit earlier than I normally do, uh, about 20 minutes before the show, and uh, we spent the last 20 minutes arguing about officiating. Well, it and, started last yeah, night. Yeah, it did start last night. And Jordan just got me fired up. The officiating's been horrible. Yes. I get that, but it's, it's just there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing anybody can do about it, right? Well, These are the best officials that are available. They're doing the best that they can. They're not screwing up on purpose. We also don't know what goes into refereeing a game. We get the luxury of seeing things in repeat and frozen, stopped, and they don't. Yeah. And they're going to miss calls. So some of what you said is true. Some of what you said I take issue with. The, the part that is true is that it's a tough job, that they're trying to do their best, I, and these are the best officials You know, it, in terms of the rating system and the way you grade them out. I get that. For you to say, though, there's nothing that can be done. Review every play? I'm not, I'm not suggesting that, but I think it, it can start with holding officials accountable, especially when there's a call you know, at, at, at the end of a game and – you know, you you want answers, right? What what was what was the thinking on that play? You go back to the Gonzaga Arkansas game last night, and I, and I immediately three calls come to mind for me. There was the player stepped out of bounds along the baseline that led to an Arkansas three that they missed. There was the trip that was missed that led to a turnover in a basket, and then there was the fifth foul on Chet Holmgren, which again the the fourth foul on him was iffy. The fifth foul. The fourth foul was a good call. Uh, right. I think you lean towards it was probably a foul. The fifth 
foul was not a foul. And again, I didn't have a dog in the fight last night. Those were three calls that that really helped decide the outcome of that game in the last five minutes or so. But you can't, like, there's going to be calls like his fifth foul in every game. Right. And it's so going to happen. So you, you can't say, do anything right, about you it. You say, no, you can't do anything about it. Now, in the NBA, they are given a coach's challenge. And, and for precisely that kind of reason, key player fouls out on a questionable call. I'm going to use my coach's challenge. We're going to go to the monitor. If they looked at that in the monitor, they would have overturned it. We see it happen all the time in the NBA. Oh, my bad. It, it wasn't a foul. Jump ball, possession arrow goes to whoever has the possession arrow, and and on we go. And Chet Holmgren's still in the game. You get one coach's challenge. And maybe you do it like the NFL. If you get it right, maybe you get a second one. That's not reviewing every play. That is a that is a pivotal point in that game last night that they got wrong. It wasn't even a you say it was a questionable or you know it's a, it's a subjective call. I get it subjective. Fouls are sub- yeah, but that was wrong. I mean that was the wrong call. I think everyone would agree. I think the official that called it would agree after he watched it that that was the wrong yeah, he, call. Yes, after he watched it, he, he right. gets that luxury. Right. So you say nothing can be done. Well, nothing can be done with the rules the way they are right now, but. Something needs to be done because you know we had Coach Salen on yesterday, and he and he raised this point, and I thought he he, he raised a great point, and it, it it proved true last night. He said that for whatever reason, the finesse teams are at a disadvantage with the physical teams. That the physical teams are getting the benefit of the doubt. You look at the teams that won last night. Arkansas pushed around Gonzaga, Houston in particular. I don't know how much of that game you watched, but but Arizona got pushed around. By, by Houston. And you know, we saw it all year long with Syracuse. And again, I'm not making this out to be Syracuse, but we saw it up close and personal on a game-in and game-out basis where the finesse teams are at a disadvantage going up against physical teams. And we've seen, you know, Miami's a physical team. Iowa State's a physical team. They're, they're going to play tonight. And it's going to be a football game. But see, here's the thing. See, people know that. We know that. You know that going into a game. Right, but even Jim Sadlin yesterday said he feels like there has been a shift. And he said, I don't know who it's coming from. I don't know if it's coming from the head of officials all the way down. I don't know if it's a league-wide thing, conference thing. Um, but, he, I mean, he's noticed it. And he's he's been in that position, head of officials at the Atlantic 10. And he said he's noticed a shift that they let a lot go with the teams that play like that. And we saw it, we saw it bore out last night. That, But that, we're also in the last week of the season. If you're coaching, you should know that by now. You've got to adjust. Right, but I mean you can't just remake your, you know, your roster in you know, like if you are who you are. Gonzaga is who it is. Gonzaga is not a, you know, they're not they're not a, you know, pound it and and you know, and get up in your face and and like they they don't play well in that style. They're a finesse team. They want to get up and down the floor. They want a fast break. They want to run. You know, Arkansas is a is is a team that they they pride themselves on defense, physicality, you know, we, Houston obviously does that, and and I think that we've seen it throughout this tournament that for whatever you know, again, if if there's a directive that's come down from the head of officials, whatever it is, it is noticeable. But we've seen, I, like, I don't disagree with Coach Sadlin, but we see it every year. Louisville for years, when Rich Pitino was there, was always up in your shorts, pushing you around. They can't call it every time. So we we saw this. The, remember the old school Big East? We we saw this. This was a problem for a while for the old school Big East. The Big East was very physical. They beat each other up yes. during the regular season. They get into the postseason. Officials would call it differently. Yes, it wasn't called the same way. Yes, because they were not used to seeing people beat on each right. other. Right, and now we've seen the shift. The, it's the exact opposite way. The teams that do play like the old Big East, 
I, aren't, aren't, getting, I, aren't getting calls. All I'm saying is the officiating's been bad, but there's never going to be a game where there's not a missed call unless you review everything. I get that. I, and, and, I'm, that's and I'm not, not an option. And I'm not suggesting review everything. I am suggesting, though, you say nothing can be done. Something has to be done. And the other thing is, like, we say an official made a mistake and they shouldn't move on. We don't know. Like, unless we have Coach Saddling on and explain to us every detail of a game where a referee is supposed to be when a ball is in a certain spot, okay. you don't know if so, the ref actually made a mistake. There were three, the three calls that I let, that I, I said to you, those, those were all mistakes. Like, like Right? Yes, I mean, there, was, yes. there was a ref on the baseline. The, the whole foot was out of bounds. Yes. That is a mistake. Yes. The guy getting tripped. Was, I get that. but He didn't just end up on the floor because there was like snipers in the rafters. Like... He got tripped. He leg got you know. He tripped over a leg. That's a foul. Yeah, but if you don't see it, you can't call it. You don't just call it because a guy's on the floor. But for three guys to miss a player being tripped for that that fifth foul to be called on Holmgren, that again there's a referee right under the basket. To me, those are mistakes. Yes, they are. And we don't know which ref missed the call. If he was out if of it's position, all the same guy. I yes. get that, and like because we have all been saying these guys shouldn't be moving on. You don't punish the whole crew because one guy made a mistake, right? And it's and I I, I understand mistakes, and I've said that on the show before that mistakes like are that part last of the game. Foul I get that is a mistake. Yes, that's an easily that happens to every official every game. I bet they make a call on a foul that's not yeah. a foul. Right, I get it, I get it. Mistakes happen. We saw three egregious mistakes in the last five minutes of that game or whatever it was. I don't know that the trip was like, I, like you don't know what, like, I don't know that he stuck his leg out for that reason. You no, know? I, but I don't, no, I'm not even saying that it was intentional. I'm saying that Gonzaga player ended up on the ground. But like, you, if you don't see it, you don't know if he tripped over his own player's fault leg or that leg. You just can't blow the whistle because there's someone on the floor. All right. You should see it. You should see it. Right. It's your job to see it. That's where you're, you you're there. To, you, but you're, you're there to see it. You're missing. Like if we sat and watched video of every game, there'd be guys Here's the throwing thing. elbows Here's that the thing. we don't it, see every time. Jordan's in here now. It, you, you put put his mic on. It, did you see the play live? I, I know that I said which one. How is that not a foul? The trip. I've seen it on social media. Wasn't looking. No, at but I'm it saying. Live, oh, but so I've you didn't see it, it live. I've so live it. before I even saw the replay, I was like, "How is that not a foul?" I, but like I didn't know who he tripped over. Okay. All right. So. And then you see the replay and see the Arkansas player stick out his leg. Anyway, um, it, it's it's been bad. I'm just in here to collect five bucks from Pauly, to be honest. Five bucks for what? He thought Arizona was going to win last night, and I gave Houston out as an absolute lock. Absolute lock. I told you, he, you don't go against him with his locks. Jordan also, like he, we, he was having a very educated argument with me about how bad the officiating is, and I agree, it's been bad. But he also said they need to take into account that people are gambling on these games and need to be better. How can you dis... Okay, okay. We live in a world, money talks, right? When you have this much money coming in on games... But it's, it's not a, coming into no, 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 any of the players, no, 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 the NCAA, or the rest. It is a new industry that they want to make money off of. Mm -hmm. If that much money is coming in on games and they are promoting it heavily, multiple companies... The NCAA is not promoting it. make sure... That you have the the stations they are on are that doesn't that's not the NCAA they work together no they don't 
What? The NCAA. You don't work together with your TV, but we're getting lost in minutia. You're telling me that the fact that there are even Jordan, more eyes on Jordan, these games now, there's Jordan, money being won and lost the on The referee should not be taking into consideration any gambling whatsoever when making a call. I, I'm with they Paul, should do their job. I'm with Paulie. I agree well, with you. Yes. Yeah. That, 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 That's I'm two say, different arguments. I'm with Paulie. They're, they don't need to worry about that stuff. They need to worry about on doing their job to the best of their ability. I'm not saying the ref should be like, oh, Providence plus seven and a half tonight. Got to make sure everything's spick and span. But I'm saying this is another reason where there are more eyes on the game. This is another reason where more calls matter. It doesn't now. matter how and many people are watching or why. Get the calls right. Yes, it does because it puts it on a bigger stage. The more no. eyes are on it, the more you no. have to be doing. Whether your one job person's directly. watching or a ten billion. You you got to call it the same well, way. You, you need call to have it right. a shorter leash on bad officiating now when there are so many eyes on. Well, so again, you can't let these guys move on. The Baylor UNC crew moved on. You're 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 both right in this in that the refs should be motivated to do the best job they can regardless of what the stakes are, whether it's a preseason game or the Final Four. What is there? But, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, that's not a way to go. Yeah, through life. I I don't like that. I, you, there's got to be something it's their has job. something has to be like there there has to. Has to be ways to hold the refs accountable. We don't know that if there is or not. That's another problem. Like we we say that Jordan says this referee crew moved on, and I said, do we know all three of them moved on? No, we don't. It, they need to tell us that this official has been held back. What do we think about having officials talk after the game? Nah. Like if you make a bad call, if if a player takes a bad shot, they have to go. I think out there's and they something to, to be said for if that. The coach I do. puts a player and me, in, and maybe that's the reporter and me talking. I'm ag- I agree with you, Jordan. I think it maybe release a statement. You can't put officials well, in the that NBA situation. used to do that last two minute report, and that didn't work because they didn't hold the officials accountable. They just said, "Oh, that was the wrong." But everybody call. says fire them. What are they going to do? Move people up from high school? These officials go through extensive training. They're the best of the best, dude. You if can't they don't just have fight. enough officials, get more. Like get more, then you're watering down the, and it's gonna get worse. Like I, I truly, I truly think can it that, get worse? That they should. <laughs> yes, it can. I, I feel like a coach should be able to review things I do out too. of the final two minutes, outside of the final two minutes. And again, it's a, it's a timeout. And if you get it, I, th- I like the NBA's rule. You, you can use a challenge, and if you get it right, you get your timeout back. And maybe it's like the NFL where you, you throw a challenge, and if you get it right, you get a second one, and then that's it. You get two challenges per game if you get the first one right. Well, that's what sucks, because then we get into we should review more, but then there's the games already take way too long. So we're two ideas right now are totally clashing, where the games are taking too long, we're spending too much time at the well, monitor, I do we have think, to get calls right. I do think it's ridiculous how much they review inside the final two minutes. Like, things that are obvious they review, and I'm glad, you know, you want them to get it right. I, I get that. Um, but the Holmgren thing, the fifth foul, that happened outside, and that wouldn't have been reviewable anyway. That happened outside of the final two minutes, and that changed the end of the game. Well, that's why this is making me so mad, because it's not like, and Paul, I don't see how you're not passionate about this, seeing Syracuse get screwed by refs on the football field all season. No, I Chet Holmgren's get the two calls, calls right. those were verticality. The out-of-bounds, the foot is out-of-bounds, that's black and white, and the trip is an intentional foul. Those are like three different types of things. I can't say that the trip was like it's, intentional. You can't. You you don't know intent. 
Okay, either way, we have an issue of verticality, which is understanding of the rules. We have using your freaking eyes to see a foot out of bounds. That's a whole different story. They're missing judgment calls. They're missing just look and see what's in front yeah, of you. Calls. And I wasn't even suggesting. It's a wide range of problems. I, no, wasn't, but I, even, think I it, wasn't even it, suggesting that the trip was intentional. It, the trip was a foul. Yes, it was. I just don't think that you everybody takes into account that they're going to miss calls. Even if it wasn't intentional, if it's a trip, you can review things if there's a possibility you, of a flagrant. You if there guys, was any thought it was intentional, you, you don't how easy that. it is for like how easy like we get mad at the stupid dopey people in our chat for saying you mispronounced a word they get paid to you you're spelling brussels sprouts wrong it happens we get paid to be on the radio and be correct we're on for four hours we make mistakes you gotta have some compassion for these guys a little bit that they're going to make errors, right? And again, I'm not I'm not crushing them and saying that they suck at their job. I know I, it, I, I know it's a really tough job. What I'm saying is, I think as as coaches and teams and fans, you want to be able to have something where if if a call is wrong outside the last two minutes and it changes the entire complexion of a game, like a fifth foul that wasn't a fifth foul, you should have some sort of. But what if it was his first foul? Then you wouldn't review it. But it's, it's, it's the same. It has the exact the, same effect. Play His fourth no, no. and fifth foul were His both fourth was awful. a foul. Right. So so here's the thing. You can review whatever you want. If you if you go to the coach's challenge, you can review whatever you want. You can review his first foul if you want, but you wouldn't do that. That call, it wasn't so much about, oh, there was a foul on that play and he gets two shots. It wasn't about that. It was about that you know, their best player or maybe their second best player is out of the game for the rest of, for the rest right. of the game. I just said we were on for four hours. Be correct on the radio. I made a mistake. I know mistakes happen, but you just can't get rid of all of them. If you want to have one review, is, that's fine. Right. This isn't this isn't about getting rid of the officials. It's about having some repercussions or you know having something to go to if you're if you're a coach and saying you know what that was wrong. Let's take a look at it. It's it's not in the last two minutes, but it might change the outcome of a game. Give me one of three things. Give me either transparency. I want to know what the officials were thinking. Give me accountability. I want to see something happen if you make a bad call to prove you care. Or give me a solution. Give me a way in game to fix calls that are as bad as a dude's foot all the way out of bounds. Give me one of these three things. I want to know what the officials were thinking, Bob. How did you miss a whole foot out of bounds? At least tell me. I was looking at this. What this- were you thinking when you played a podcast where people swore? <laughs> you know what? Those officials have one job. Should, were, the should there have been more repercussions? On- you know what? We Fire did, me. We did Fire put, me. No, we did put them on the spot. Do- we did put them on the spot. I, and we have about a it. dump button. The officials don't. Maybe yeah. we need to give them That's a dump exactly button. That's exactly the point. They don't. They I want have- one of three things. Either let me know what you're thinking, do something if you mess it up, or fix it in the game. There's not an you avenue can't do it to for pursue every call. any of those you things. You can't do it no, for every call. You can't do it for every call, but you can do it for the big ones. And you know what? By the way, you can get me during breaks on QSportsTalk.com, shameless plug, and get my thoughts on that. We have no clue. These officials don't have to go oh, and say, see, I here's didn't the, have to here's look the at other this. Thing. Were all three mistakes made in that game by the same official? We, I don't know. I don't know because I don't they don't know, tell us. I don't know the answer to they that. Don't but tell that, us. that yes, but that that's the, another thing. Again, the, to to me, like if I say something wrong on the air, you say something wrong on the air, and Jordan says something wrong on the air, the whole show stinks. But we didn't make the mistake. Like we didn't. It wasn't just one of us no, making three mistakes. But, but you know what? Fault it we, was. we are. We do work as a team, right? And so. I mean, how often do you see where there's a play along the baseline, the baseline official misses it, but the guy on the outside calls it? Or, it you work as a team. Now, 
Also, baseline official has to watch the baseline. Well, That's not one of those things where it's like, whose fault was it? If it's not the guy on the baseline watching the baseline, who is it? And again, I'm not saying that this is all about, you know, the individual, like, you know, Paul, you made a mistake, so you need to be fired or not move on. I'm saying, I, I'm more so looking at it in terms of how it's affecting the outcomes of games. And like, as a coach, what can you do about it? Official makes a blatant Blow mistake. Blow someone out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Be better. Don't put yourself in a game that that's close where the officials can mesh up. All right. I, I know I've steamrolled past time, but yeah. for no, what it's worth, talk. I'm being told the NCAA doesn't allow gambling ads during the games. So I was wrong. I'll own up to that just like officials should. But I they told know you that. there are more eyes and more dollars on these games than ever before. And I think that means they need to put emphasis on either getting no. it right or explaining They should why. be more worried about the kids. Then your stupid bet. Well, they're not worried about one, so worry about the other. Stop with the betting thing. Give me $5. I will. Just stop with the bet. They should be worried about the kids that bust their ass all year getting to move on more than your stupid bet. Thank you. That's fine. We're on the verge of an interview with Ryan. We we are. Please apologize to Ryan on our behalf that we ran late. Uh, We will have Ryan Talbot on uh, next. Bill's writer for Syracuse.com. We can circle back to this conversation if we want as the show moves along. We might have to. We discuss the virginist. Yes. we're, We're back after this on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation. All right, Stephen Pauly, back with you here on a Friday edition of Orange Nation. We've got Nate Mink, lacrosse writer for Syracuse.com, set to join us in the next segment. So quick segment here. we got to get back on time. Uh, our producer, Jordan, joining us here briefly to update us on Veggie Bracket. Yes, and then we played a game of yes or no during the break, and I'll explain that. Yesterday's matchups. Cauliflower eggplant. Cauliflower blowout. Cauliflower moved on 65% of the vote. That's a blowout. Solid win. Thrashing. And then cucumbers Solid thumping. defeated squash with 68% of the Ooh, vote. Ooh, another thumper. Since we will be halfway through with the bracket after today, I propose we wait for the last matchup until the end of the show. Or we can do it now. Okay, so this will move us on to the, the Sweet 16 for Monday. Well, no, half of the bracket. That's half of the bracket today. So we have the rest of the the field of 32 next week. Okay. Boom. Far behind. All right. You're not far behind. Okay, so we played a game of yes or no during the break on QSportsTalk.com. You missed it if you weren't there. I say yes or no, and Steve and Pauly tell me with no knowledge of what they're answering to. Pauly said no. Steve said yes, and we're going with yes because that's the power dynamic. So what you were answering to is am i going to reveal to you this piece of information i may or may not on the phone with ryan talbot before we talked have told him can you please sneak in a certain phrase because it will make steve absolutely livid livid it made me happy he agreed (laughs) with me like you're 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 leading the guests like, that's garbage. That's See, hilarious. No, it's not. You got him excited. I was and, excited. And now, now, I'm you, le- now I'm less excited. Yeah, don't do that to now the I'm host. Le- now Why I'm would less you excited. Do that? Like, what Steve is such about? a wholesome good guy, and you just got him all happy and excited that somebody agreed with him, and you led the witness. Steve Santa's real, though. He wouldn't have said it if he didn't believe it. So you <laughs> told him, you said, to say that the Bills are on the verge of a Super Bowl? You told him that? 
Yes or no? Do you want me to be honest? I want you to be honest. I didn't say on the verge of a Super Bowl. I said use the phrase the verge. This is a team that's on the verge of a Super Bowl right now. Okay, so he he put the Super Bowl part you, on. It. You are trash. Because <laughs> it, it it elicited a response. I like this was even it like woke me up out of a Pauly and the professor. Yeah, you had you were not even listening a yes, little bit. And I heard on the verge, and I popped up. What like, <laughs> means I did a great job? No, you're not a good man. You just you, <laughs> why would you tease Steve like this? Steve is such a good person. I'm less excited now. Yeah, so am I. I'm less angry at the guest. I'm sorry. Ryan's welcome back now in your book. Um, I, uh, yeah, our producer, see, this is if we were moving on with the officials, like if we were grading Jordan on officiating, like this would be, you're not moving on to the next round. What? You were, that's tampering. Yes, that's, you did. She literally tampered with an interview. That's tampering with the outcome of the show. Well, to be fair, nobody bet on whether. Why would you not week? just leave that alone and let Steve enjoy his win? Because Steve said yes. We played yes or no. You're you know garbage. the rules. You are the worst. Steve should have said no. Steve, could you have said no? In a five-minute period, I went from Ryan made my day to you now have ruined my day. Yeah, what a trash. You're trash. <laughs> Can we take a break and get Nate Mink on? We're talking sports bras with Nate Mink. Okay. Um, That's a tease. That hot is garbage a- is right, Al, that it was. That was a hot garbage thing to do. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I'm upset, J- Jordan. I'm upset. You're tampered. You you tamp. I need the I need the weekend to get yes. over this. Oh, all right. He was on the verge of having a good weekend. I, I was, I was, I was. That's out the window now. Nate Mink joins us next on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation. All right, Stephen Pauly, back with you here on a Friday edition of Orange Nation. Is this an appropriate song when your wife's joining? 100% pure love? Yeah, sure. Did you do that on purpose? No, I just have it. Strictly an accident. Yeah, accident. All right, let's. I don't do anything. Ever. Let's go to the guest line to bring on the executive director of digital engagement and communications for Syracuse University. Fancy title. Uh, my wife, Kim, joining us on the show. Kim, how are you? You having a good day? We haven't talked much today. We haven't talked much today. Hi, Steve. I'm good. I'm I'm watching Twitch, and I'm wondering when you're going to let me buy you a new pair of headphones so that we don't have to well, gorilla glue uh, your headphones every night. It's not every night. It's uh, I, they're on their last legs. He keeps going. They're fine. They're fine. And I'm I'm watching you. <laughs> they're like. They're like, uh, they really are. They're really dying, and, and it's okay. And they're actually on sale at Best Buy. Maybe we could do like a, a Twitch viewer pool to buy Steve a new pair of headphones. What do we think about that? Bits? Go fund me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Go ex- fund me. We'll, we'll <laughs> accept bits for uh, for new headphones. They they're still they still work good. They just, uh, they don't look great. He didn't want to fire the housekeeper to make up for the money that he uh, gets. Yeah, yeah, headphones. yeah. There's this That's narrative. That's really hysterical. I, yeah. Oh, let's talk about the housekeeper. Her name is Kim. Yeah. And um, <laughs> she, she can't be fired. She's full-time forever. Yes, that is true. Uh, she cooks as well. She cooks as well. Um, she wears many hats. 
All right, so we'll we'll get to some of this fun stuff here in a minute, uh, Kim. But we we do have to ask you. Well, it's the SU's birthday is fun. Uh, it's a belated it birthday. It was it was yesterday. But uh, tell us about the university and and how they uh, they decided to to celebrate the one hundred and fifty second birthday of the university. One hundred and fifty two years since March twenty fourth, eighteen seventy. I'm going to put you on the spot because I know you answered this question on Bridge Street yesterday. Who was Syracuse University's first chancellor? Yeah, if you recall, his last name began with a W. It was like Wilhelm yep. or something like that. Yeah, it was Alexander Winchell. So it's a great day for us to remember, um, you know, all of the history of the university. And it was crazy that two years ago we were set to celebrate our sesquicentennial, and the world shut down. So we've really made an effort to, you know, do things in person. We all gathered and shine. Which, if you haven't seen. The new Shine Student Center lately, Steve, I think you've walked through. Yes. It is ridiculous. It is so nice. And I have such envy for Emma and other current students who get to be in that student center because it's incredible. So we cut cake there yesterday with Otto and the Chancellor. Um, our alumni clubs all over the country are doing service projects. I'm sure folks heard the fireworks last night. That was all led by our um, student activities and student experience teams. So lots going on for, I mean, it's not often you make it to 152, so you have to celebrate. We heard the fireworks. Polly did not. I'm glad I didn't. My dog hates them, so I'm glad I missed out. Well, Steve, you should tell people what you were like. Is there a thunderstorm? I'm like, that is like the the longest lasting thunderstorm well, in the face of the Well, it was, it was early on in the fireworks, and I, I was not expecting fireworks. I was like, why are there fireworks? Uh, but yes. I actually, I pulled up Live Doppler 9, and I was like, there, I can confirm there is not a thunderstorm. This has to be fireworks. You were, you were right. You know, it doesn't happen often, but you were right. You were right. Uh, okay, I'm I'm trying to watch the chat. CBW one four four five zero is wondering if we can use some of your gambling winnings for new headphones. I can't believe what you, else uh... is happening, Kim. Is everybody is sending in bits now? I love for it. your new headphones. I love it. Steve. Thank you all for, for doing that. Um, we, we could use the alien tape that they advertised during ACC basketball games. We, we've play. been we've been using Gorilla Glue. It's uh, we've had uh, three or four uh, separate sessions of trying to to, to glue them back together. Um, well, and CBW yeah. says it's not a good ad for Gorilla Glue, but really it's just Steven Fonte is wear really hard on things. Yeah. Yes, it's wear and tear. The Gorilla Glue is not to blame here at all. Yeah, it's it's totally on me. Um, all right, one more SU question, and then we'll get on to other things. What are, what are some events that you've got coming up at the university that uh, some of our SU alums listening might be interested in? Well, we're excited because we're starting to really ramp up in-person programming again. Um, I know folks listen to you, not just here in Syracuse, but like next week we've got an event in Buffalo. It's a whole series about brewing. Some of it's coffee brewing, some of it's beer brewing. The event in Buffalo is all about beer tasting and the the process of brewing beer. And I, I mean, it's just so nice to be able to do in-person things again. And of course, our huge premiere weekend is Orange Central. That's our reunion weekend. It's the Oh, September 29th to October 2nd. Keep me honest there. I might have to go back and look at the look at the uh, the dates because that just totally slipped. But we're excited um, finally to be able to have people, you know, together and, and celebrate Syracuse. So. Thank you, Ryan Mullen. Thank you, Jason Anthony, for the bits. Uh, we appreciate them. Yes, Pauly. Uh, Kim, I, uh, we, we did a show a couple years back called Orange Stories where we had, like, famous SU athletes on and it's kind of in 
rest now. Like I don't know if you guys know how Seinfeld started. It was on for a few weeks and then they took it off and they reworked yeah. it and put it back on. I want to do that again, but I want it to be more than sports. So maybe I could uh, get a lot of help from you and have some of the the business owners and and other people in the world that are uh, doing well for themselves from Syracuse on so we can do orange stories again. Oh, yeah. Or folks, I mean, you have Brandon Steiner on pretty often, right? Yes. Or have you had him on before? Yes. Yeah, folks like that who are in the, the business world. Yeah, I'd love to. So maybe we could connect on that and we can rehash orange stories. Kim gives us good yeah, about, uh, Bridge, um, Bridge Street guests. Yeah, go ahead. President of the United States of America. Did you? Uh, did we all know that he went to Syracuse? Yes, I could reach out to him. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. And if you have any success getting a hold of him, let, let me know because we're interested in him as well. <laughs> we were we were just uh, discussing the the most famous Bishop Ludden alums. Uh, I, I am not on the list, um, but you. This is uh, this is like your area of expertise. So we know that that obviously President Biden has has ties to SU. Give us a right. I don't know. Give me another handful of of names. We know all the Newhouse guys, but are there? Give me another handful of names that we might not know. Oh, Tay Diggs. He's not Newhouse. Hopefully, you do know that Tay Diggs I'm, is I'm a aware. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, one of Pinterest's most popular influencers, and you probably are like Kim. What's Pinterest? Because that's not really your jam. That's uh, uh, Joy Cho. She's a Syracuse alum. That's a uh, Pinterest is TikTok for older women. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. that is right. Actually, that's, that is what it is. No. Like, right? Is like TikTok with an older demographic, right? For no, it's, it's actually not like, TikTok. It's, it's but it's <sighs> but it's it's a social media for you know. It's been around a while. Am I in trouble? <laughs> I think you might be. Yeah. I think you offended a part of our our listenership. No, it's not offensive. Not like Pinterest to. is aimed at an older female demographic. <laughs> it's a social. It's media for moms, for, right? I mean, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yes. Or, uh, okay. Partially? That's Gosh, fine. the stereotyping that is happening right now. The <laughs> shovels that I need to give you both as you dig your hole deeper. Goodness gracious. I'm not familiar with it. I'm just trying to help him out. <sighs> okay. Well, anyway, so Joy Cho, she's she's Syracuse. I mean, there's so many. Tom Felicia, he's interior design. Sure. He was gone. Yeah. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. He's a local guy. Skinny Atlas. Um, man, you're putting me on the spot because I have a lot of sports people. Oh, Catherine Switzer. Right, first yep. woman to run the, the Boston Marathon. She's a Syracuse. Oh, oh, here's a good one, Joanna Garrity. She just popped in my head. You you won't know her, but she's the president of JetBlue. She's oh, wow. a law grad. Wow, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'd love to talk to her about navigating the last two years being the president of an airline when flights just really weren't happening, especially in the first year of COVID. Um, yeah, so she went to Syracuse. A lot of great law school right. on that. Really, Maxwell. Um, uh, Ithaca College. We should talk about that sometime. The, the yeah. uh, famous alumni who went to Ithaca. There are plenty of, plenty of famous alums at See, Ithaca. like, I don't... I, I'm going to keep digging my hole. Like, if someone asked me what ESPN Radio was, I would say it's radio for old dudes. <laughs> Right? right? It's your old guys that talk sports. I don't know. I don't know. It's a generalization, uh, is yeah. what she's saying. It's a P1 demographic. Who, like, Kim, who uses Pinterest? Help us out here. Uh, so there's a lot. Obviously, when planning a wedding, one goes on Pinterest. When planning for a child, when planning for decorating one's house. So, yes, it could arguably be seen by the female demographic to be a more. That would be their P1 demographic. 
Yeah, All right. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Thank you for clearing that up for us. This now brings you to me to another question, Kim, because it came up. And I now that I've irritated you, is Steve more irritable now that he works with me than other hosts that have been on Orange Nation? Definitely not. No, he and I honestly, Polly, and the fact that he's like texting with you and Jordan pretty much all day, every day shows that he really likes you both. Okay. He does. Good, I'm good. not just saying that. I'm not just, I'm not just blowing smoke. So I really, we can put an you. end to that. We yes. can put an end to that narrative. There's that, this narrative amongst listeners that Steve hates doing this show. He does not. No, I actually, he does not. I think Steve enjoys breaks. I think he enjoyed having a little time off. Um, but I think that he does enjoy, I think he really likes the days when his wife comes on as a guest. He told me. I don't have to prep for this segment. That helps. <laughs> and Polly actually takes part, which is even better. So, because when we normally have guests on, he, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead Paul. And now the most important thing, Kim, veggie madness is happening. Seeing that Syracuse is in yeah. March madness. Bell peppers versus water chestnuts today. I don't know how the hell water chestnuts even made the field, but uh, how are bell peppers a four seed on top of that? Oh, bell peppers are delicious. Are they? All right. Well, so I love both, but I was looking at your bracket here. Um, Also, Brussels sprouts, not Brussels, but I think you you guys talked to me, cleared that up yesterday. Um, Yeah, so Steve, you don't eat any of these things for the most part, (laughs) other than potatoes and carrots. (laughs) Maybe. Broccoli, Maybe. cauliflower. There's plenty on there. Aspar- We're working on asparagus, guys. We are, right? Asparagus is, we had, is had coming asparagus up in the last rank. night. Last night. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You survived. You lived to tell about it. I did. It was looking dicey. Um, my winner clearly is water chestnuts, but I can't cook with them because you would look at them and be like, what in the world are you serving me? This is not. My mom used to make this That is awesome a shocking casserole. pick. Yeah. Oh, well, but no, that's the pick. I, I, I love water chestnuts, and I never eat them because... Oh, she's I've never had because I won't eat them. I've right. never had them outside of a, a, a stir-fry. That's the only thing I knew yeah. they were ever in. Yeah, they're just like they're just unique. They have like a good little crunch to them. I they the memory of the casserole my mom used to make, uh, like a chicken casserole with water chestnuts. It like takes me back. I really like casseroles because they're like a delivery system for breadcrumbs. She would always put really good breadcrumbs on top. So maybe I could try this for Steve and and use enough breadcrumbs Don't that he will him. not question. Yeah. Right. See anything that you have to dress up to to make it taste good, oh. you, you shouldn't be. We shouldn't be using it, right? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a confession. So the other night when we had the chicken, like it was like the breaded the breaded chicken that came from HelloFresh. We love HelloFresh. I love doing the HelloFresh meals. There was a layer of mayo really? under the breadcrumbs, oh. and you didn't notice, and you <laughs> loved it. And I was so jazzed oh. that I got it past you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Why is everybody doing this? Jordan did this to Steve earlier. He snuck something in on him without him knowing. I no longer trust Jordan. I no longer trust Kim. Now I know why Steve You're the only person I trust, Polly. You're the only person I trust. That is awful, Kim. That is is awful. I'm actually not sorry. I mean, it was like like Uh, the most minimal. It was so minimal. But you know what? I hate this word. It made it so much more moist than it would have been. I can't even believe I just said that word on the air because I hate it so much. But... Um, maybe you should just try. You tried disgusted. it. You loved it. I am He's going to be sick. <laughs> I can't even think about it. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, we got to go, though. This is so sad. Hey, we do, we do have to go. Kim, we're up against the clock. Um, oh, I could keep going. We, we so will, this will be addressed later tonight. Addressing? This, this, <laughs> this mayo thing will be addressed. 
Uh, we got to take our final timeout. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.